0: You're listening to Leah and Alana watch The X-Files. Leah's seen it. Alana hasn't. I'm Leah. I'm Alana. Here we are again. <laughs> Episode eight, Ice. Ice, Ice Baby is the name of this Zoom call. Um, I thought that that was clever, so I hope that you liked it.
1: <laughs> I think that's clever. Yes, I wish that we could play that song uh, without, yeah. potentially being sued.
0: Well, if you wanna, I don't know, if you wanna do like maybe a rendition of it that's within the the timeline of of not too long that no one can sue us that we've made up. <laughs> this is how we think music works.
1: Yeah, ice, ice baby, do and then I think, I think that's
0: mean, it. That's, that's yeah, it. yeah. No, they can't sue us for that. Yeah. <laughs> no, where's that? I swear to god, if we get sued for that, I'm gonna lose it.
1: Yeah, that would be the worst thing to lose all of my money over.
0: I think Vanilla I should probably just be honored that um that you even did that cover.
1: Yeah, he should. He should. Was that song out? at the point in time this episode came out. I feel like no, right? Oh,
0: I was going to say yes. So, now we have to look it up.
1: In 1993? I don't know.
0: Maybe. It was released in 1989. What? Whoa, it was in the 80s? It was See, I my guess is that it was from the 80s I thought it would have been earlier 80s though honestly but only because it's in the um 13 going on 30 soundtrack and that's pretty much all 80s music because it's, it, she was 13 in the 80s and uh, sure. you've all seen it I don't need to go into that plot sure. okay that's for a different podcast
1: <laughs> yeah that's our spin-off podcast <laughs> about 13 going on 30
0: <laughs> <laughs> um well I'm really glad that we sorted that out
1: yeah, now and we can really get into the important things about the episode.
0: Like did Mulder and Scully listen to Ice Ice Baby while they were on their way to Alaska in this episode?
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like Mulder probably did. I don't know about oh, yeah. Scully.
0: I think Scully would always like roll her eyes. But then like by the time the chorus came around, she was like, "All right." That's how I I picture their dynamic because that's pretty much how everything goes in their relationship is she's like, seriously, this is ridiculous. And then she's like, okay, I'll allow it. Yeah. Yeah. That's
1: pretty accurate. So this episode starts and it, it brings up a title scene for us and it says Arctic Ice Core Project, Icy Cape, Alaska. So we're we're in ice country, and the show really wants us to know that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> how many times can they say ice? <laughs> a lot, uh, really, a lot. They um. So they're they're called up there. Well, I guess you know we're. I'm just going to go jump to that because I guess what happens at the beginning, so everyone knows, is this team of scientists up here in what ice icy cape is that what it's called? Icy Alaska? Cape, Alaska. Icy Cape, classic. Classic Alaskan town. Um, I don't think there's a town there at all. In fact, there is just this um, scientific research facility, um, and there's a murder-suicide situation that goes down, which uh, is probably not what they were expecting to happen um, in researching ICE. But um, Mulder and Scully go to investigate... Um with a team which includes um Felicity Hoffman. I don't mm-hmm. know if you if you recognized her. I sure did, yep. I did not, but um my mom did within about 0.2 seconds. She is very young in this. Um yeah, she it really took me is. a second,
1: but I did recognize her.
0: Um and um this episode is is what uh, they refer to as as a bottle episode. So um Yeah. I did, um, in doing some research for this show, read, you know, obviously they did that to try and save money on the budget, and then they did fully exceed their budget on this episode, which I thought was pretty funny.
1: How did they exceed their budget?
0: Oh, I did not read that far.
1: Did they? They didn't (laughs) film in Alaska, right?
0: That would be really funny if they were like, we're going to do a bottle episode, but it's all going to take place in Alaska. Um, No, I doubt it. They usually filmed in Vancouver. Okay, I know that,
1: and it's pretty snowy up there, just so they maybe
0: just maybe they just went more north into uh Canada, I don't know,
1: Mm -hmm. into Icy Cape Canada, (laughs) yes, exactly. I just want to say at the start of this, I know that you've told me that you love this episode, and I also Mm -hmm. enjoyed this episode, but I, I just Feel like I, I just need to be upfront and say that this episode is very much uh, the entire plot of the movie The Thing, uh, which is about um, scientists in uh, I well I don't know if it's Alaska but somewhere doing research and an alien life form starts to make them kill each other, and that's what this episode is.
0: There's a high possibility that that could have inspired this episode
1: yeah i mean even down to the dog <laughs> even down to the dog being the first one to get it it's it's pretty it's a pretty close uh portrayal
0: well way to call them out like that this is not a podcast for the thing alana so
1: <laughs> that's my next podcast my next spinoff <laughs> podcast is
0: uh a podcast about the thing great Yeah, we've got thirty going on 30. We've got The Thing. It's just going to be a bunch of movies that nobody wanted us to discuss. I mean,
1: look, The Thing is also kind of a ripoff of the movie Alien. It's just in ice instead of space. So, you know, everything's just a ripoff of something else and it's fine. Yeah,
0: there's no more original content. No. (laughs) We'll get into that another day. It's I I don't even know where to begin with this one. Um, I I guess I could start with my first note that I have, which is just Scully looks like a lesbian in that flannel shirt. <laughs> That's yeah. This is what I thought was important and that we would want to discuss when um I was rewatching this.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. I didn't immediately think that. Um, But thinking back to it now, yes, I can totally see that. Yeah. And I I do think that she should wear flannel shirts more often.
0: I would agree. This is like a very, I guess, like casual Friday Mm -hmm. look for both of them, really. You know, Scully's got her hair up. She's got on the old flannel. Yeah. Is Mulder in jeans? I don't remember. You would think that I would. Um... I
1: should remember this. I think <laughs> that he is at some point, but I don't know. I just remember liking his boots. He was, <laughs> he was wearing very big boots that were very fluffy, um, and I enjoyed them. <laughs> Great. I did uh, think it was funny that this is, like, the first case that I, I remember, although maybe there have been other cases, that they were actually assigned. They were assigned this case. Yes. And it's in Alaska.
0: (laughs) Yes, it is. Very, very good. Um, Yeah, they actually were. They were sent there. They were even sent with a team, which is new for them. Um. (laughs) I I didn't really understand the purpose of
1: the team because if I had this right, it was Mulder and Scully, two FBI agents, and then two doctors, I think, which is kind of redundant because Scully is also a doctor. And then a geologist? Uh, yeah. I don't know what his purpose was. And then a person that can fly a plane, which I understand.
0: <laughs> right. So they had the guy who can fly a plane, which I'll note his name was Bear. Yes. Um, And I don't think that should go unsaid. Um, Yeah, there was another doctor, which I think was mostly to create conflict between him and scully because there was a lot of a lot of arguing that occurred um they needed a lot of tension and then the other doctor who was felicity hoffman i think she was a toxicologist and that's my explanation for why they were there (laughs) but um back to bear Bear, (laughs) yes bear um is the first one of their team to become infected by whatever this substance is um because of the dog Mm -hmm. yeah the dog the dog dog, the dog bites him kind of attacks Mulder as well um but obviously the pilot doesn't really understand what's going on here Because really none of them do and they're trying to figure it out. But once they realize that it's like a kind of contagion thing that is easily spread, they're all like, okay, well, we need to figure this out. We can't leave. And the pilot's like, well, I'm getting on the plane. (laughs) Let's get out of here.
1: Yeah. Also, he's bitten by this dog who is also infected. And he just like immediately is... In, like, has this living thing inside of him. Like, it's like a, I don't know, like a worm like creature um, inside of them. But there's like no incubation period. It's just like he's bit, no, and it's immediately squirming around inside of him.
0: Well, it is most likely extraterrestrial. So it it works quick. It it grows fast. (laughs) Yeah, because it doesn't seem like, it's not like the dog bit him and like the, worm that was in the dog is now in the guy it's like he has the infected blood and so the worm is now in him
1: yeah exactly Um, just squirming
0: around in him he's not too happy about that believe it or not
1: No, he's very, I mean, I couldn't tell if it was the alien. I think that it was. Um, I I think the alien seemed to make them all more angry and and murderous, is what it seemed like.
0: Yes, it, like, created uh, (laughs) anger, is a very calm way to put it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's what happened with, like, the team that was there originally doing you know, their science work. Um, they all killed each other and then killed themselves um, because that's what this thing does. And so that's, that's, uh, that's quite a troubling thing to have to <laughs> walk into. <laughs> yeah. And this dude's just, just like knowing. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he didn't really know no. what any of this was about. Um, and I don't know if that's on purpose or uh, or not, but I guess really none of them were entirely sure until they got there. Um, yeah. And when they get there, they all, I, they don't know what they're going to
1: find. They've gotten weird messages from um, the scientists who were stationed there. They think that something bad has happened, but they don't know for sure. But they walk in and they just find a ton of dead bodies and nobody mm. is, nobody reacts to it. Mulder and Scully I can kind of see they're FBI agents so maybe they're a bit more right. used to it but like the geologist has no reaction to just <laughs> Grizzly murder suicide scene
0: they're setting a good reputation for geologists <laughs> that was part of the aim of the episode mm,
1: yeah I guess they kind of achieved that then
0: a little bit <laughs> no doesn't he die yeah he dies <laughs> he dies second <laughs>
1: And we never really know how he dies. Mulder just finds him stabbed in a freezer. Right. And I right. think we're meant to assume uh, the person who was infected kills him. But I, I don't know. It was just like, he's dead. And again, they don't really care that much about him having been murdered.
0: No, it's mostly about like who did it because whoever did it probably is infected and then they assume it's going to kill the rest of them, and then it's all just like tension and chaos.
1: Yeah, I also thought it was strange that whenever a bear has been bitten and they think he might be infected, but they're not sure, um, he starts accusing everyone else, like they're all just like suspicious of each other, And Scully is like, well, we all need to give stool samples to find out if Mm -hmm. we're infected. So everyone has to poop and give a stool sample, which makes no sense because they have already found the parasite in the dead people's blood. And from here on out, they only look at blood. But in this one particular instance, Scully is like, everybody's got to poop. That's just what has to happen right now. Well... (laughs)
0: I, my assumption, or my my educated guess, is just that they. Maybe that's the first step in looking for a parasite um, when you're a doctor, because it's easier than trying to extract blood from everyone. Because um, then they they no longer go back to to that, and I don't think anybody poops. Um,
1: no. nobody gives a stool
0: sample. Well, I mean, who can do that on command? <laughs> I would immediately be like, "No, it's obviously not going to happen." Yeah. <laughs> I won't no. poop for days now. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. Um well, even yeah, cuz even after that, they then it's just like checking each other's bodies cuz like there are like black what like bumps or like nodules on the dog's body and then they see it obviously on Bear. And that's kind of the first thing, um, like the first sign of symptoms, I guess. And Scully thinks it's like the bubonic plague at first. Yeah. Which is like a leap. (laughs) But I I guess it's a bigger leap that Mulder is like, no, this is extraterrestrial. Yeah,
1: because immediately Mulder is like... Uh, a meteor crashed here uh, yes. in this exact spot, however many hundred years ago, and they were digging in the ice, so it's got to be alien life. And how does he know that? How does he Does he know everywhere meteors have crashed?
0: He probably does, yes. I would assume that he knows everywhere that there's been a meteor crash, an asteroid, any UFO sighting, just basically anything that's a little out of the ordinary or to do with space, Mulder has stored it in his brain. (laughs) I don't know how he remembers so much, but good for him. Yeah, that's
1: how he just became a top FBI agent.
0: Yep, with the basement office.
1: (laughs) He's got that good memory. As always, Mulder... When they discover that this is a worm-type thing living inside them, Mulder does not want to kill it, Uh, even though it is an extremely dangerous organism that would lead probably the whole world to kill each other, Mm -hmm. wear it to get out. uh, Mulder doesn't want to kill it because it's an alien, so he needs to preserve it.
0: Yeah, his intentions are are nice but he needs to think through things a little bit more sometimes i think because it's is it worth it (laughs) if if the whole world is dead from murdering each other was it worth it that they for a brief moment knew that aliens were real
1: You know, I take back my previous answer and I do think for Mulder it would be worth it because his whole life is just about (laughs) making everyone know that aliens are real. And if that means everyone dying because of the aliens, at least they admitted he was right before they died.
0: I think that, I think he'd he'd even be wrong there because I don't think that everyone would believe that this is from an alien. (laughs) (laughs) like I don't I don't think that that would be an acceptable answer for most people but I guess if uh if if he can prove it which so far his proof is a meteor crashed here 250,000 years ago or something uh, uh, okay yeah sure buddy sure but also, it's like,
1: you can preserve the bodies of this, like, parasite. It doesn't have to be yeah. alive for people to be able to study it.
0: I'm just jumping back to when they find that dude's body in the freezer. For a moment. Um, yes. So they all, you know, now wake up and think that it's molder because he's the one out there with him. Um, and he is so upset <laughs> because it wasn't him, and he is right to be upset. But they're all so paranoid that they're like, we are going to lock him in this closet. Mm-hmm. And um, maybe kill him. Like, I think they tried to kill him before they decided to do that, and it's probably Scully that is like, what? It, let me, <laughs> yeah. The other He'll doctors
1: definitely want to kill him for sure,
0: just right away,
1: yeah. And we know that probably one of them is actually infected and Mulder isn't. But yeah, Mulder and Scully kind of turn on each other here, and uh, even Scully suspects Mulder, she pulls her gun on Mulder, yes. which is very upsetting. And then they're both <laughs> yelling at each other, pointing their guns at each other. It's 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 a a very um tense moment
0: it is I don't know I don't know why I really I really like that scene
1: it's a great scene I I do feel like this this episode has really great acting in it and I I have to be honest and say that I of course love David Duchovny but sometimes when I've been watching this I have been like is he a good actor? I don't know, How but can
0: you say that.
1: Well, because I'm not sure. I'm not sure <laughs> if I'm just like pulled in by his charm and his mm. pretty face and his tall body. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but in this episode, I think he really proved to me that he is a good actor. Um, I, I thought he was great in this episode.
0: Okay, well, I'm I'm really glad to hear that. I. I think that he's a great actor but that, to be fair I really only watch him as Mulder so I, I can't speak to anything outside of that sure. um, but I think he is great at being Mulder so that's what counts
1: mm-hmm. yeah
0: Um. but yeah I do think there's something about them pulling guns on each other that I read as um sexual tension
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, there was a lot of tension, and I think that probably some of it was sexual, for sure.
0: They just can't avoid it.
1: And also, later, whenever Scully uh, has calmed down and she comes back to check on Mulder, and she actually like examines him and, and figures out he's not sick, she's like, Mulder, why didn't you let me do this earlier? And he's like, well, I would have, but you pulled a gun on me. Which is like, great point, Mulder. She did pull a gun on you first. She did,
0: yeah. (laughs) She did do that. Now let's talk about that scene in the closet a little bit more. Um, They just so gently (laughs) pull each other's shirts down. (laughs) Which, just take them off, you guys. I mean, come on, uh, let's be adults about this um
1: yeah at some point in these because they do a lot of body checks and the body checks at first were full body checks but then it just becomes just the neck the neck yeah and when Mulder and Scully do it to each other in the closet they're really just giving each (laughs) other a light massage neck massage
0: they really are it's very tender it's very sweet. I know they're checking to make sure one of them's not going to like die and murder everyone, but mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, this is romantic.
1: It is. It is. It's very romantic and sexy and tender.
0: <laughs> We're like, let's take a moment amidst the chaos <laughs> of the possibility of everyone breaking out into fits of rage and just let's be sweet with each other.
1: <laughs> we can't gloss over a very important thing that happens in this episode at least important to me and I I feel like to you also um when they're doing the first body check as we said they're doing like a full body check so everyone's naked Mulder is naked um meaning David Duchovny is naked and he in this scene makes a joke that is like I just want everyone to remember that it's cold in here, which is a line that I definitely feel like David Duchovny probably ad-libbed. I don't (laughs) feel like the X-Files writers wrote that line. I think he was standing naked on set and was like, oh, I'm supposed to be in Alaska. I bet this would be funny.
0: Now, do you think that they were fully nude when they filmed this, Alana?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, everyone else, no, but David Duchovny, yes.
0: Yeah. You think that he just was like, you know what? I have to commit, so I will be taking off everything completely.
1: Yeah, 100 He's a method actor. Yeah. Well, I do feel like the only thing that David Duchovny thinks about in real life is sex related.
0: Um, you might be right. <laughs> I would love to ask him because, you know, we don't want to assume things based on the Hollywood rumor mill. Sure. Sure. But it's not a, it's not a rumor that he
1: (laughs) um, admitted to having a sex addiction and went to rehab for sex addiction. He did admit that. He talked about that openly. That is true. And then he, he also did. chose to star in a television show for however many years California Cation was on. That
0: was also about a sex addict. He did do that, yeah. Yes, he did. Um, and you know what? I I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just living his truth, and that's fine. I'm. He really I'm happy is. I think he's, him. you know, just saying a lot of the things that other people aren't saying. Yeah, sure. I
1: (laughs) I have to mention this also because, as we just talked about in this scene, he makes kind of like a small dick joke, but in my research into David Duchovny, I have found out that there are apparently many many rumors. Uh, different rumors separate from each other it 's not just one person saying this it 's many it 's coming from many sources <laughs> that he has one of the biggest dicks in hollywood that 's one of the rumors and if his sex addiction is true, I imagine a lot of people have seen it and can verify that
0: yeah that would it would it would connect those rumors to uh probably some reputable sources. I believe it. I will Um. I have no questions asked. I will take it at face value.
1: I also believe it. <laughs> and I just want to be clear that I was not searching for this exact information. I just happened to find it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I was Googling in relation to him, but it was not David Duchovny, biggest dick in Hollywood, question mark. <laughs> That's not what I was looking for. It just came up in it just- just came to you. Yeah, I think it's just one of the more widely talked about things in relation to him. So it's just anytime you look up something <laughs> related to him, that's what you find.
0: I think that he's got to be so happy to know that. I'm sure. To know that, like, yeah. if you Google him, just like nothing specific, nothing like nude, nothing in, in that realm, one of the top results is big dick
1: yeah yeah i even found it was like a, a picture that i think is from the x files and he's in a suit but you can kind of see it through this suit and people were talking about how much you could see of it which you could see a lot of it it's true i i don't know if we should also talk about this but i feel like Uh, I'm just going to say it because it's something that we learned that that Mm -hmm. seems like maybe people would be interested in. (laughs) Currently, the people who are, you know, still on the internet in in the forums talking about David Duchovny's dick refer to it as Bob. They have Mm -hmm. named it and they've named it Bob.
0: Yeah. Yes. I I came across this and I have a lot of questions. Um but i don't know if i want the answers i just i just ask why <laughs> i don't know where to go from there do do most celebrities or i guess just men in general have nicknames for their dicks and do they like that <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't know. I guess what we don't know about this is whether this was something that he said in like an interview or in some footage if he referred. Really hope not (laughs) to his penis as Bob, or if the fans took it upon themselves to name
0: it that. We don't know. I think one of the last things I'll um, add on the subject is I just think that Bob is a very basic name. And if this is one of the largest sticks in Hollywood, then it should have a, a more ex- extravagant name. And um, I agree. Maybe we can workshop and we can come up with one of our own.
1: Yeah, how do you um, how do you feel about referring to it as his little spooky?
0: I'm gonna quit this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> um in about three seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think that I don't. I don't like it. I don't know. I don't. I don't like it. Um, I think that it is wrong on a lot of levels. I think first of all, you got little in there, and that's clearly incorrect. Um, and I don't think that uh, a spooky dick sounds <laughs> very enticing, even though, like, <clears throat> well, I I love spooky things I don't know that I want it to extend that far I also picture just like a little dick with like a little um ghost costume on so <laughs> oh
1: that's so cute I like that a lot I like the name
0: <laughs> I made it better I, for you
1: <laughs> you did make it better I like the image of just having it, it's really just like a little napkin over it <laughs> <laughs>
0: The little eye holes cut out,
1: <laughs> yes, oh, this is
0: so fun, now, honestly <laughs> saying that and and hearing, like really picturing that vivid description, I can see that being something that David the would do.:
1: Yes, yes, me too.
0: you know, just very playful, very fun, yeah,
1: very fun, very charismatic
0: but then i think i i'm really trying to get into to his mindset here and 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 see how he would feel um hopefully you know whew, he's listening and really appreciates that um this is going to be his favorite episode of our podcast yeah probably um but i think that he would request that perhaps we'd call it big spooky there's something
1: about calling it big spooky that crosses the line for me I think that little spooky like as we know it's 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 a big it's it's a big one but little spooky makes it fun and playful and big spooky makes it kind of scary
0: I don't I I, okay (laughs) all right I was just trying to help him out you know so that is new dick nickname that we are gifting him with Mm -hmm. um didn't change his reputation you know because what if people hear it and all of a sudden are like little sure now now i thought i imagine not the
1: case (laughs) i imagine if the rumors are true that he's probably very secure in himself and a name like lil spooky isn't gonna shake him
0: I do think that he's probably almost too secure for in him, sure, in himself. I think that that is, um, is, I, I was going to say part of the problem, but I don't, I don't want to say <laughs> there's a problem. Um, listen, we don't know the guy, uh, we're just making a lot of educated guesses here.
1: Yeah, we don't know him. We'd like to, so. We'd,
0: re- we'd really like to. What,
1: uh, how do we, how do we get out of this? we don't we just have to live in it this this is the podcast now to be honest that is we've covered most of the notes that I took because (laughs) a lot of what I thought about while watching this episode was this knowledge that I I had gained about David Duchovny
0: yeah I I assume that while David Duchovny thinks about sex all the time you think about David Duchovny and his dick all the time (laughs)
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of do now. It's I I didn't used to before I started this uh, podcast, but now it's it's one of the top things on my mind.
0: So you're welcome, or <laughs> I'm sorry,
1: <laughs> maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, here's another note I took down. I can't believe they have to sleep in dead people's rooms. <laughs> Does that get us out of this?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a lovely. That's a nice transition.
1: I guess something we haven't talked about uh, is that they discover that the way to kill this alien life form is to uh, put it with another one of the aliens. Because basically this this alien life form is so angry that it just, like, there can only be one per host. So if you put two in somebody, they're going to kill each other. Which is, oh, it's so gross. (laughs) It's just so gross because basically what we find out is that Felicity Huffman is uh, infected, not Scully or Mulder, and they have to put this worm, like,
0: in her ear or something. I don't know. It's quite horrible. It's like they're about to do it to Mulder, which would have then killed Mulder because Mm -hmm. he did not have it, and then... The doctor realizes that it's not him. And they have to put it into her body and it's poor. They do test it on the dog, um, which I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but it does work. Yeah. Um, but see, I the one when they realized this and they were doing it, I was watching it and I was like, yeah, like beta fish is what (laughs) is what I thought, because you can't have two beta fish in the same tank or they'll kill each other. Mm. Um And that's what happens here is the two worms can't be in the same host. um, And they'll kill each other.
1: I mean, how this episode ends um, is that they kill the parasites. Uh, Felicity Huffman is fine. She survives. Mm -hmm. Why she survives when Bear did not survive, I, I don't know that I
0: understand well, which he didn't get bad. another worm put inside of him.
1: Yeah, but they they physically removed the worm from him.
0: I think and, that- And then he died. The contagion is, well, okay. I think that it's it's therefore already in his body, but I also think removing it makes it worse, which is why they couldn't just remove the worm from people when they found it. Yeah. So as long as it's if it's in them, it's gonna make them have fits of rage. But if you remove it, it kills them.
1: So it has to die inside them. It has to die inside them.
0: Um,
1: Felicity Huffman, it does survive, but she is a murderer. Uh, She did kill that geologist.
0: (laughs) She definitely killed that guy and put him in the freezer.
1: And then uh, I think Mulder's like, he's so excited to go back to the base and he just like wants to like study the ice and he's not Mm -hmm. a geologist, but he wants to do that. And then he finds out that um, the FBI, I guess, or some branch of the government has burned it down.
0: Yeah. He can't. And um, if that's not a government cover up for extraterrestrials, I don't know what is.
1: Yeah, but I'm with Scully here in that I think that it is for the best.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're literally like, if this is out, like we said, you know, just mass murdering everywhere. And like, we're not going to take that risk. But um, they are technically in doing that, covering up the possible existence of an um, alien life form. Um, but yeah, I do love when Mulder's like, come on. He's like so ready to get back there, which is also insane. Cause like if he were like, yeah, they figured out how to stop it, but he doesn't want to do that. So if to get, someone were to get infected again, like they would just be reliving what happened in this episode over and over again. Yeah, And, um, I, I think, you know, sometimes he just, he, he gets lost in the excitement.
1: He does. He really does.
0: But he was, I guess, you know, he felt like he was so
1: close. I mean, he was, like, he was. He held an alien in his hand. Like, that happened.
0: And, I mean, really, for all we know, this thing is still in the ice somewhere. They burned down the site uh, that was there, but that doesn't destroy what is beneath the surface.
1: No, and I guess that probably means, you know, when global warming really takes over and all the ice melts, this thing is gonna be out there.
0: See, hey, I think you know how people like make the joke that this year is going so bad that like, you know, like aliens 2020 is next, if you've seen mm-hmm. like, you know, this this is on the internet. And people assume that means like an alien invasion, but I mm-hmm. think it's just going to come from the earth itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody is going to see that coming, except for us.
1: Exactly. We called it here first.
0: <laughs> Guys, listen, when the aliens come, please think of us and um, how we warned you about this, okay? Exactly. And remember that they work like beta fish, and they'll kill each other. Yes. Which, you know what? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it and I've said that out loud like twice, it's literally... The same as why when you're infected with it like you want to kill each other
1: yeah because it's it's angry
0: i guess i think we're prescribing emotions to it but
1: M- it's murderous. maybe it's just murderous yeah yeah
0: and it is in the ice in icy cape alaska so mm-hmm. if you live near there please be careful. You might be next.
1: Yeah, maybe uh, get some solar panels, maybe stop driving cars as much. Really do everything you can to lessen the effects of global warming so the ice doesn't melt away from this violent alien life form. We
0: need the ice for a lot of reasons, but we're going to focus on this one right now. The environmentalist movement is now focused around... I'd like to say to the aliens that are probably already here, living beneath the surface, when you come out, come get us, Mm because you're scared.